Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group. Member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lowry and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Markets are tanking today, guys. Have you even noticed? Have you been watching it? Hopefully, maybe you're not concerned. I hope so. That would be a great thing. But if you are, why are you so concerned? What do you think is going on? Coronavirus is coming back. Wave two, or who knows what wave we're on actually now. But are we going to get another coronavirus pullback? The elections are coming up. There's a bunch of fear in the markets. I mean, what's causing all this? Why is it dropping so hard, so fast? I mean, there's so much volatility going on right now. And we expected that to happen. I've been talking to you guys about that. It's it's coming. We knew that the, their volatility was coming. There's so many variables right now in the marketplace. And there's so much fear that any little bit of news right now has such a big and strong impact on it. But you need to understand there's a big difference between volatility and risk. Volatility, like I said, we have expected it. We know that this is going to be a bumpy ride here for the next few months. I mean, probably the next six months is going to be pretty crazy. There was one of our advisors had said in our weekly meeting, he's like, guys, put on your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. I guarantee it. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it already. It's going to continue. But Volatility doesn't scare me. It's okay. We can make money during volatile times. Actually, sometimes volatile times is when you can make the most money if you're prepared for it. Risk, on the other hand, is completely different. If you're feeling panicked right now and this couple downturns that we've gotten here is just absolutely freaking you out, you're taking on too much risk and we need to talk. So go to hunterlowry.com. You can schedule a call with me right there. We could talk today about what it is that you're concerned about and giving you a second opinion on your portfolio. But guys, I want to welcome you back. This is the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. I hope everybody's having a great day. Heading into the end of October, almost Halloween time. I don't even know what we're going to do for Halloween this year. It's kind of weird. We were talking about it the other day. I literally forgot it was Halloween. I mean, there's not really anything you can do anyways. So might just be at the house roping. I know, shocker. <laughs> but no, no big plans over here. But hey, before we get into it today, guys, I'm pretty fired up about this past weekend. So if it's okay, I'm going to share a little bit of a story with you because, man, it was just an awesome, awesome weekend. So we were in Reno for the national finals for ACTRA. Now, there's two circuits that I rope in. You know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you heard about Vegas last year, and that's the national finals for what's called the World Series of Team Roping. It's a different circuit. This is ACTRA. Um, it's a lot more local ropings, but again, they have their national finals in Reno. So we were down there hanging out in the RV, roping for the weekend. It was so much fun. Um, but I had a little bit of a tough time in the beginning. So I went down, I had 12 partners this weekend, uh, and, and all people that I knew, all great partners, I would rope with them all again in a heartbeat. I rope with them all the time. That's why I picked them. <laughs> but anyway, so day one, I get out there and I actually made one mistake. I missed one steer, but three of my four headers 
ended up missing. So remember, in team roping, guys, there's a header and a healer. The header goes out, ropes the horns, he turns left, and then my job as the healer is to come around and rope two feet as fast as I can. Now, having three out of four headers miss does not happen very often. And I don't get mad at them. I'm not saying that I was upset with them. It was just a weird deal. It was unlucky. And so I had zero luck on the first day. And I was just like, gosh, dang. I'm Again, not mad at them, but just a little disappointed. Like this is not how I wanted to start the weekend. I was hoping everybody wants to get a check right away and get some good momentum rolling. Um, but it was just ugh, a little bit of a bummer. So I'm like, okay, day two, it'll be better. Day two, we come out, same thing happened. Three of my four headers miss again. So basically I don't get the opportunity to throw my rope and it's a no time, right? Remember you have to catch four in a row to get money. So if you catch one and then you miss the second one, you're done. If you miss the first one, you're done. Got to catch four in a row. So when three of your four partners miss, then you're just, you're done for the weekend or for that day at least. So again, I'm not angry at them. Nobody misses on purpose. Nobody goes out there and wants to lose. I mean, there's no chance. So it's just un another unlucky day. I was like, oh shoot. Okay. Maybe tomorrow. Like got to stay positive because it only takes one is as, as many bad things as can happen in team roping. If you just catch with one partner, catch four in a row, it makes up for the whole weekend, maybe even the whole year. You never know. So trying to just keep myself hooked. So the third day comes around and with my first partner of the day, we actually catch three in a row. I'm like, thank goodness. Finally, we're getting some momentum going. I was so hyped. So how it works is when you catch three in a row, basically, then you're eligible for what's called the short round. That's the last year, the fourth steer. So there were 860 teams in this roping. I mean, they're huge ropings. They last all day. We start at eight in the morning and the short round, the last round of the day, or yeah, of that roping, is usually around like six or seven at night. So you're almost out there for 12 hours long waiting for your runs. You could have one run at eight in the morning and your next run might not be until one in the afternoon. So it's a long, long day of waiting and having to stay focused. But anyways, once you catch three in a row, then you're eligible for the fourth round. Now, everybody that catches three in a row does not get to participate in the short round. They only bring back the top 50 teams that actually caught three in a row. So if you caught three and you're in 51st place, you don't even get a chance at money. So just catching three in a row isn't enough. But anyways, after the, uh, my partner and I had caught three in a row, we were sitting in fifth place at the time out of everybody. So I was super hyped up. I was like, yes, we're finally going to get a look at a short round and finally get a chance for money. So that was pretty early in the day. She was my first partner. It was probably around like noon. So I go back to the RV. I took a little nap. I didn't have another run for a long time and didn't have any luck with my other partners, but I had my one bullet and, you know, still in the back of my mind, I was like, gosh, you know, you're thinking about it. How many things just went wrong this weekend? And I can't believe I only got one opportunity in the short round. And right away, I'm, I'm trying to be better about this, you know, erase that from your mind. Why, like, why even think about it? There's no reason to, I, I don't know why those little thoughts can creep into your mind. And, you know, again, it doesn't always have to be about roping, but about personal stuff too. Like, oh man, you know, I'm not doing as well in my business as I should. And there's all these excuses that I have and I, ah, things just aren't working out the way. You got to just get rid of the thoughts right away. So I'm trying to be positive. I'm just telling myself, Hunter, you only need one shot. Like why do you need two or three shots? If you just have one and make it work, then it, it makes up for everything. So just stay hooked and stay aggressive. 
So anyways, we go to the short round and we ended up after the whole roping, we were in 14th place. So we were 14th callback out of 860 teams. I was like, man, that is so cool. Even, even if it doesn't work out, you know, to be in 14th place after all of this out of 860 teams, is just impressive in itself. So the short round in the national finals, it's really cool. They do a whole grand entry. They end up announcing every single team that made it back to the short round. You go in, there's like a little parade almost. You circle around and stand in the arena. They bring the American flags in, do the national anthem, say a prayer. It's really, really cool. <laughs> we're, we're standing in the arena as the there's this girl that, that takes the American flag and runs around every single time. And the puppy freaked out. He thought that flag was going to come over and just eat him, I guess. So we had a little bit of a panic attack and had to go <laughs> go outside for a little bit. Luckily, um, they rope from 50th place down. So the slowest team on three that qualified all the way to high team back the, in first place. So we had a while. We got to go outside and we, and we relaxed a little bit and calmed back down and got away from that American flag. But, you know, I was getting pretty amped up. You can hear them. I, I went outside. You could still hear on the announcing, though, um, you know, what, what each team's doing. So it's 50th callback, you know, team from California. And then they, they go make their run. Then 49th team, then 48th. And so we're standing outside, and all of a sudden they're like, okay, we're at 30th callback. So I was 16 teams away from having a rope. So I walk inside, and I just kind of – tried to collect myself and get back into my state, right? Hunter, stay aggressive. Don't let this opportunity slip away. Like just do what you've been doing all weekend, all year. We've been practicing for this, you know, all the things that you tell yourself if you play sports. So that was my only goal was to just stay aggressive and take the first good shot that I saw. So 15 teams away, 14 teams away, I walk through the tunnel and go down into the arena and just kind of look around at all the people. And uh, it's exciting. They play the cool music, the announcers liven everything up. People are cheering whenever you make a good run. It, 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 there's a lot of energy. So we're five teams away and I walk over to the other side because you cross over, go to the healer side. And again, I'm just kind of, I push my hat down so far on my head because I always get worried that it's going to blow off and hit my rope and mess everything up. So I'm shoving that sucker way deep down on my head all the way, almost over my ears. And it's finally our turn. So we get called up, we back in the box and I'm just telling myself, stay aggressive, stay aggressive. So my partner, she, she gets out great roped a great steer turned left and i roped him on like the second hop and we're boom clean seven second run and everybody was getting hyped and oh man it's it's like the best feeling ever you know hitting a a game winning shot or making a long putt or scoring the last goal i mean it's all the same you get that same rush and that's what i was feeling i was like yes we we finally got it done you know because I, I told you guys, I, I've messed up on a couple good opportunities this year. There's been about three or four times where I either missed or roped a leg. Uh, remember, you have to rope two feet. If you rope a leg, it's plus five-second penalty. So I've either missed or roped a leg in the short round about four times this year in really, really big moments that cost me a lot of money. So I was like, yes, I finally stuck with my game plan, and it worked. So uh, I was hyped. And, you know, we're 14th call. So there were 13 teams left to rope. So as we're walking out of the back of the arena, I'm thinking to myself, you know, we'll probably take around seventh place, which would still be awesome. Seventh place out of 860 teams. Are you kidding me? That's that's fantastic. And we would get prizes and that was going to pay well. So I was like, OK, either way, we are set like just a sigh of relief knowing that you're going to get a good paycheck. 
So I walk out to the back and my dad had ran earlier. So he was sitting in the back of the uh, outside of the arena and he didn't see the run, but he could hear it, you know, outside from the announcer. And he's like, oh, great job. Like that was awesome. And so I'm listening and 13th team, they rope a leg. So we're still in first 12th team. They miss. So we're still in first 11th callback. They rope a leg. So we're still in first. So I'm like, holy cow. You know, the more people that miss, obviously the, the more money that we're going to make. And I never wish ill on anybody. I've I have been in the situation where you have a great shot and I mess it up and miss and it is the worst feeling in the entire world. So I'm never, ever, ever thinking, you know, oh, I hope they miss or I try to do, you know, hope that something goes wrong for them. But if it does go wrong, it's not like I'm sad. (laughs) So anyways, I'm sitting there listening and things were just going wrong and going wrong and going wrong. So I was like, gosh, dang, I don't know how far up the leaderboard we can stay, but I want to watch. So I, I ran back around the arena and back um, down through the tunnel and inside to watch. And by the time I got there, we were still in first and there were about six teams left to rope. Now in the national finals, they give saddles away to first and second place. And I have never won a saddle. Like this year, it's been one of my goals. I was like, I want to win a saddle so dang bad. Like I've I've won a bunch of other prizes and things this year and done well and won some money, but I never have gotten a saddle. So I was so hyped up about it. I was like, maybe we have a chance. You never know. So sixth team, they rope a leg. We're still in first. Fifth team, they miss. Fourth team, they miss. So there's three teams left and I'm currently sitting in first place. Now I had to take first or second to win a saddle and there's three teams left. So basically I needed two of the three teams to miss because I couldn't get worse. Or if I took third place, no saddle. As long as I just stayed in first or second, I got the saddle. Then third place missed. And I was like, holy cow, we're in first place with two teams to go. If one team misses, I get a saddle. And the second place team came out and made a great run. They did such a good job and they bumped us. So now I'm sitting in second place with one team to go and I'm, I'm freaking out over there watching. I'm, I'm right by the, the headers box, box watching this all go on. And you know, again, I don't want them to miss. I mean, shoot, I was going to even third place paid great and had awesome prizes. So try not to be greedy, but at the same time, I wanted that saddle so bad. Uh, the first place team came out, header roped him and the healer came around and missed. And I, you know, my heart sunk for them. I felt so bad because it's the worst feeling in the world when you're in first place after all that work, after waiting all day long for 12 hours and you missed the last one. Ugh, I mean, just gives me the shivers almost. I feel horrible for them, but we want to saddle. <laughs> so we took Second place out of 860 teams won a little over $5,000. We won saddles, breast collars, ropes, uh, boots for the horse. I mean, we got all sorts of stuff. It was so cool. I, as you can tell, I'm still a little fired up about it. <laughs> I've watched uh, I've watched the run of the, the high teamers about 500 times. I didn't even sleep good for like two days because I kept watching the run. I was just so excited. But again, it just shows, you know, that... I've been waiting all year. I've messed up but so many opportunities. So many opportunities got messed up that weekend, but it just takes one. I was happy with myself that I was able to stay hooked, that I stayed up with my game plan, stayed aggressive. The puppy worked absolutely outstanding. And oh man, it made for a fun week. So that's my story. We're now get have good momentum going into Vegas. Just we're gonna keep practicing hard. There's not 
you know, this last couple months have been kind of almost every weekend or every other weekend of big ropings. It's been a crazy, it's always crazy this time of year, but now it'll slow down. Just start working on the younger horses and uh, getting ready for Vegas. So really, really looking forward to that. But end of story, back to the finances here. <laughs> These days have been crazy. I mean, who likes waking up and seeing the market down 2%? I mean, it's just nuts. It's it's taking major, major swings again. And like I said, whether it's the coronavirus, whether it's the elections, I mean, there's there's so many things going on with it all right now. But the main concern that I have is how does it make you feel? Are you someone that wakes up and you see that and it ruins your day and it freaks you out and you're thinking, man, I don't know. I need that money bad. I, I'm, I, I can't afford to lose this. Well, shoot, you're taking on way too much risk at that point. Remember, volatility and risk are so much different. If you have short-term liquidity needs that you have, there is no reason that you should be invested very heavily in um, equity positions, in, in stocks, and in the stock market. You should be set up in something totally different. That's going to have way more protection. Um, it's going to buffer this volatility and it's going to make sure that the money that you need soon is going to be available no matter what the market does. So if you're waking up, like I said, and you're freaking out about this and you're freaking out about what could potentially happen here in the next week, uh, next couple months, cause it's going to keep happening. I'm telling you. So if you're worried about it, you need to get on my calendar at hunterlowry.com. And we need to talk about that because your game plan is not aligned with your goals and with what you want to accomplish. If this is not scaring you and you're actually excited about it, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, we're going to get some more buying opportunities. I know we are. I've been slimming down. I've been taking gains for clients. Um, we've been actually getting a little bit less aggressive in preparation for moments like this, because this isn't the end of it. It's going to keep happening. We're going to get some pullbacks and then I'm going to buy back in and I'm going to buy and get more aggressive for my clients. But those clients that I'm doing that with guys, those are long-term goals that they have. This is money that they're not going to be touching for 10, 20, 30, maybe even 40 years. So they're not worried about the everyday market movement. Cause even if this lasts six months, for those people, that's a blink of an eye. It, it almost doesn't even matter. They're not waking up and being worried about it, especially because they know that we have a game plan. It's not just we're waking up and going willy-nilly every single day and just hoping that things work out. So you got to look back on your goals. I, I know I, I'm always harping on this, but it always comes back to what do you want to accomplish with your money? And if you can't answer that, number one, you shouldn't be invested. And number two, you need to talk to somebody about that, whether it's your wife, your friend, a financial advisor, whatever it is, you need to understand what your goals are so you know how to respond to situations that are presented. Because the situations that are going to be presented here coming up soon are going to be tough and they're going to be tricky and they're going to make you question what your goals really are. So you need to have that set in stone and have a good plan in place. And again, I would love, love, love to help you figure that out. So when you're ready to work with me and you want to talk, and even if you just want a second opinion, go schedule that call at hunterlowry.com. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Always appreciate it. Thank you for the support. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.